sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Episode 121, Wayne and with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is the talent. Weekend Trav, we're back in studio. Weekend Trav, fresh off of the Mike Perry Ooh. victory. TKO <laughs> over Luke Rockhold. Second round, what'd you see? You know what I saw? I saw a face-off with Conor McGregor after that fight. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we'll definitely get <laughs> like, to that, that in a second. That was awesome. We'll definitely get, get to that in a second, but we want to highlight this fight. We'll also yeah. talk Canelo Alvarez taking on John Ryder this coming weekend, as well as the Lake Howell High School Heavyweight Championship event here in Winter Springs, Florida, that we will be attending this Saturday as well. But Mike Perry, Luke Rockhold. Oh, my goodness. Second round, TKO. Luke Rockhold about halfway through the second round weekend, Trav. Quits, spits his mouthpiece out. He'd had he's enough. Done. Told the ref, he's like, I'm out. Even my, I think my parents are like, wait, what? What's, what's going on? He's quitting? Oh, my God. So, listen, if there was ever a sport made for somebody, this sport was made for Mike Perry. And we said that last week, episode 120. We did talk about that. And I mean, you go back. I watched one of our episodes two years ago. We were talking about Mike Perry and bare knuckle fighting and how this guy is just meaner than a junkyard dog. And he is. This sport was made for him. Yeah. I mean, it's here's it was made for him because it doesn't just measure your skill and your talent and all of that. It measures your heart, which is immeasurable sometimes. There's not a number that you can put on Mike Perry. You know, you got those stats. It's like uh, I think on NBA 2K Live, they, they, they all overall ratings like. Kobe Bryant's a 93 or something, you know, 1 to 100. It's a high rating, right? You can't put that number on Mike Perry's heart because how do you measure that? You don't. You go into that ring with Mike Perry, and I think Luke Rockhold knew that because in the first round, Luke rocked Mike with a straight left, okay? And Luke Rockhold, by the way, is six foot three, 185, much bigger than Mike, okay? Yeah. And he's a Mike, lefty. Mike went up for this fight. He commented, actually, on our YouTube page. He commented on episode 120, saying, nope, this fight's at 185, that, which is, I believe, light heavyweight there in BKFC. So that's definitely a step up. Usually when he was in UFC, he was fighting usually 170. Yeah. Big jump up. Luke is a big guy. Yeah. So Mike's that's right, 5'10". That's right around his weight anyways, Luke Rockhold. Um, now, you're, what Weekend Travis mentioned his first round, uh, Mike did get stuck with a good, clean left. Yeah. It, it, it did kind of it, it knocked, momentarily rocks him. It knocked the cobwebs out for sure. Yeah. He was able to settle back in, get back in his stance, and go back to doing what he does. And we mentioned this last week too. He goes head head first. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't care. He wants the fight. And against a guy with such a long reach and a long uh, combative, like just stretching punch, he had to do it. But like I said, you saw how Lucas Holden. He was he was in wow. a Muay Thai stance. Yeah. He wasn't ready for this stuff. He can't do it. it, it Gosh, man, I'm just this is just this is a sport just meant for Mike Perry mm. and it's just it's it's good and bad because Mike is so tough that he will just take all of this and then give some back. But it was just good to see that Mike Perry got caught, got rocked, went back on his thing a little bit, stopped and then like regrouped and yeah. went back to work. And I think that because of that, and as a fighter myself, I can tell you this, when I knock a guy down early in a fight and I see him get back up, it actually kind of does something to me, yeah. the guy who knocked him down. Because I seen I'm like, crap, he got back up. So I know that Luke Rockhold felt that way when he rocked Mike. Mike didn't even go down. And he looked at him and was probably like, I'm going to have to kill this guy. And I think he knew going in that he was going to have to do that anyway. But what happened was that ended up coming into my, um, Luke Rockhold's mind in that second round when Mike was coming at him, taking everything that he had, and giving him some. Mike, oh, was, yeah. giving, Mike yeah. was giving pretty good as yes, well. Yes, he was. And Luke Rockhold backed up. Felt his tooth went through his cheek, 
maybe even a tooth knocked out, yeah. possibly. And I think Luke Rockhold looked you'll over. You'll see this photo here on the screen, I believe. It's brutal. It was brutal. Luke Rockhold split lip. I saw the stitches afterwards as well. Teeth, were like teeth are all jacked. I told you at the end of 120, episode 120, it was going to be Mike Perry by punching a hole through Luke Campbell's face. Instead, it was a hole through his lip, and he <laughs> mangled up some of his teeth. Here's the thing that I saw week in Trav in this fight. I watched it uh, again, and in the first round, it looked like Luke was complaining about a possible low blow. It took about 30 seconds of the allotted five yeah. minutes. I don't know. It didn't look that low, but here's the thing that was different on, on how each were attacking each other. Mike focused in on the body a lot. You, that's the smart. You exactly. Chop, how do you chop a tree down? You hit its base. Exactly. And right? he was doing that very effectively. The ribs, everything. It was looking very, very precise. As you mentioned, these sort of fights are built for a Mike Perry. It's a war of attrition. Luke Rockhold, being 38 years old, been in the business for a long time, MMA straight up, he wasn't ready for this kind of a war of attrition. No. If no. he landed some clean shots, he had to hope to God that he was going to rock Mike Perry off his base, and that was how the fight would end. But Mike isn't built that way. No. He's built different, yep. okay? This was a war of attrition that Mike Perry won, and then Luke Rockhold literally quit. Quit. He did. I mean, Mike Perry had something to do with that for sure, but I yes. think he looked over at Mike oh, Perry. Oh, he was, he was going to, yeah. After that, after that second, the, so after that first round, Mike Perry got rocked, came back just as strong after getting rocked, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then gets into the second round, partially through the second round. I think Luke Rockhold was like, you know, is this guy going to lay down or not? And I think he realized he could see a guy's eye. When you're fighting a guy like that, I guarantee Luke Rockhold made solid eye contact with Mike Perry and probably saw, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, literally in his eyes, and Luke Rockhold decided at, th at that moment. Luke Rockhold said, "I'm out, bro." Yeah, absolutely. I'm out. I'm 38. Absolutely. I'm out. This guy, I already feel my tooth coming through. What else is going to happen? Yeah. So Luke Rockhold made a conscious, correct decision to get the hell out of that fight. Yeah. And, and Mike Perry forced him to make that decision, though. But Mike Perry is meant for BKFC. Yeah. He he should be if he's not already, and he should be. Their poster child. Listen, this guy, he's your cash cow. Well, there's two guys. Cash in there's cash. two guys you want to take advantage of in this, and, and, and both of them we know. Okay. So we got about the juggernaut. The juggernaut. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. And we also got Mike Perry. Those are your two faces right now. Um, uh, you know, we, we talked about. Uh, are they different weight, though? They're different weight, I think. Yes. Right? One's bigger. Uh, yes, I but I mean, Lorenzo's this fight here was at 185. I know. And I've said this a long time ago, too. Weight classes don't matter. Mike Perry. If you pay this man the right money, he will fight anybody. Yeah, Mike's one of those guys, if it was legal and he could make some money, he would fight a bear. Yeah. There was such a difference, too, Weekend Drive, when you look at after the fight, the post-fight, which we'll talk about the Conor McGregor stuff here in a second. Yeah. Mike was of clear mind, sound mind, entertaining still, ready to do the interviews, whatever else. And I saw, like, the whatever, whatever Instagram post or whatever it was that Luke Rockhold put out the next day, the lips all stitched. Dude looked horrible. We we say a lot of times and that was a round and a half. Yeah, only two minute rounds even. Mike looked okay. A couple couple bumps here and there, no big deal. Um, we say a lot on the show that sometimes fighters make business decisions and quit. Luke Rockhold made a life decision by quitting in this fight. A life choice. He did. Okay, so that's that. Post fight, we had obviously, and this was. Don't believe what you see on the internet, folks. This was all in good fun and good taste. Mike Perry was excited. Conor McGregor was there the whole time drinking his proper 12 stuff ringside basically the whole night. I think secretly 
It wasn't proper 12. Probably not because he was of clear mind it too. It wasn't. Mike wanted to celebrate basically and have a face-off, quote-unquote, with Conor McGregor. He called it out in his post-fight interview. It's to entertain with the fans. Everyone loved it. They had some nice words for each other in the ring. There is a respect there, but I tell you what, of course Mike wants to get in the ring with the Conor. Oh, 100%. You know much, Good for you, it Mike. It set him Smart up for move. life. One fight would set him up for life with that guy. You know what is cool is, I don't know, Did was there advertisement that Conor no. was going to be there? He just showed up. He just and showed that's up. what I'm telling you. This is, what, this is why these guys better hold on for dear life as much as they can with Mike Perry because this wasn't planned. You could tell in the ring when Mike, Mike said it, Mike goes, Hey, you think there's any way that I can get Conor McGregor in a face-off in here? And you looked over, the cameras panned over, and you see Conor. Conor's like, huh. Okay. He's like, I, I, I guess so. And then <laughs> the security happen. guards are like, well, I guess so. So you can tell that yeah. that was not planned. And that's no. what I love about Mike Perry. And I said it on the previous show is that this guy genuinely is that guy. Which That's by, Mike Perry. He's not acting. Which, by the way, he came in with the belt. It was one of Lorenzo's belts. It was one of the juggernaut. The juggernaut was there with yeah, he was Connor there too, as well. Yeah. He had both of his belts, both because he's a title holder in both mm-hmm. weight, both weight divisions. So Connor grabbed one of his belts and went into the ring and held it. It was a, it's a cool-looking shot. It's, it's a cool-looking cool. promo. I got some video of that, too. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that anything will come from it, and that's yeah. fine. But overall... The fact that a friend of ours being able to be tied to this, finding the Mike sport. Mike lives in Orlando. The promo- Mike's Orlando. Finding the promotion that really is perfect for him. Now, we understand there's there's only so much. There's a limit in longevity That's to why, this. Yes, there is. Very. So you got to make the money now. Yep. You got to do it now. You got to sell yourself as the promo guy. I've said this for years. Someone like Mike Perry, when he's done fighting, he's going to be one of the guys behind behind the microphone, behind the camera, because He's smart. People don't think he's smart. He is smart. He's educated, as, and he, he's intelligent with how he wants to say things. He sells it. Man, that's like the pro wrestling promo stuff work. He does a great job of Listen, that. Listen, BKFC, I, I'm, I'm, got, I'm not going to lie, Mike Perry. I'm not a fan of BKFC, I, and, I, and this is why. Hmm. Not because it's, it's, it's hard. It's tough. It's brutal. Yeah. It's too brutal for me yeah. because I have two trained athletes out there that I'm watching. It's a street fight, but what it is, it's a street fight with two very trained athletes that rules. know how yeah. to throw punches. Yeah, there's rules for sure. And what I mean by the street fight is this, this bare knuckle. Yeah. So I just, when that punches land. Bone on bone, yeah. It's bo- and I'm not, because I know what damage gets done. And yeah. every fighter, Mike had a little goose egg on the side of his head, over on the side of his like face. Like that was, was really the weird. one that kind of rocked him a little yeah, bit. Maybe yeah, maybe so. But it's there's a lot of brutalness to that. And I'm not a fan of that. That's all. So, uh, Mike, I've paid for two BKFCs, okay? I watched the Michael Venom, Scott, Michael Venom, Scott, page. page, Michael Venom Page, not Michael, Michael Scott, Scott. From, <laughs> but Michael Venom Page one. And yeah. I was just, when I watched that one, yeah. I was like, I don't ever want to watch this again because that was brutal. Yeah, it was. And Mike came out on top. And then I watched this one. And when I finished watching it, super happy for Mike because I, I I'm, I'm root for the guy. We picked him to win the fight too on our podcast. We did. Yeah. Um, but it's just too brutal for me. And maybe I'm soft for saying that, and I'll accept that. But Mike. BKFC for me is brutal, but the reason I brought this up and where I was going with this is you are such a good marketer Mm -hmm. that you got a guy like me that's not a fan of the brutalness of that, but I bought it. Yeah. I paid $50 to watch something that I don't enjoy because of somebody that I do enjoy. But- Mike Perry. Were you not entertained? Because I mentioned that there were a couple other fights that looked pretty intriguing on this. There was the women's fight, two of the top uh, ladies in that weight division as well, which I think it went to uh, 
I think it's stoppage Doctor or something stoppage, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had the two uh, uh, MMA veterans. You had Alvarez. Eddie and you Alvarez had, and somebody else. And uh, Men, was it Chad Mendez? Something. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was. yeah. So another good fight. I'm telling you, it's entertaining and strike when the iron's hot. They are winning a marketing war right now against a UFC. And now UFC has to deal with the extra layers of business management, right? Mm -hmm. Since they were bought by whatever entity. And now that entity also owns the WWE. So what's legit, what's not there? We know this is a true sport and established sport. And they're putting on entertaining shows. And they're, they're getting sellouts. And they're getting good pay-per-view buys. It's interesting, folks, so pay attention. We're going to move on from this, but congratulations once again. Mike Perry now 3-0 and in BKFC, bare knuckle, uh, taking down Luke Rockhold, who's on a one-fight contract. And I think, like I said last week, I think he, exactly his, his ship is sailing. Listen, um, I, I just on the, on the bottom note of that, the, the competition-wise with the bare knuckle fighting with the UFC is, I believe their numbers outdid the last UFC pay-per-view fight, hmm. they said, already. Uh, and what I wanted to say to that too is uh, Dana White's out there always talking smack on boxing, which is funny to me. But he was talking about how boxing is dead and no. all this other stuff. He said that he said after Garcia lost, he said that the Mexicans are tuning in the UFC. They don't care about Garcia. Garcia just lost. And I was like, Dana, first of all, Garcia doesn't even speak Spanish. Did you know that? Okay, he's not true. Like me. He, he he's he's an American Mexican. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. Like I don't me. Know, I don't know how proper to say that without getting canceled. But whatever. Yeah. Canelo. He's Latinx. Canelo. Is Mexican speaks Spanish. Yeah, he is fo- He's followed in droves by the Mexican community in boxing. He's the cash cow in boxing. And funny enough, Garcia will still sell in his oh, next 100%. fight too. But regardless of that, Dana, I think you're shooting a little too high. You're actually not competing with boxing right now. You got the bare knuckle fighting championship. Don't worry about them nipping are, at the heels. I think they're more nipping at your heels. I think they're nipping literally. I think they're even maybe even a little bit higher. But regardless of that, that product is a product that people are loving right now and i don't know how or why this is coming these words are coming from a guy that said he's not a fan of i the know sport. But, but you know what the truth is the truth though I we think, give it real i think now he's slowly becoming a fan and you guys will see he's gonna watch a bit more of this stuff and all of a sudden before we know it weekend trav you're gonna be a bare knuckle boxing enthusiast listen i'm gonna say two things we said this about box lab promotions here in orlando we mm-hmm. said hey as long as you keep putting local Orlando fighters, pro fighters on the card, we love you. We'll go. Yep. And we have been, right? Yep. Well, bare knuckle. Not that they care what little old Trav says on weighing him with Travis Hartman, weekend Trav, but I will only watch bare knuckle fighting if Mike Perry's fighting. And I will stand by that, truthfully. Unless he's fighting, I'm yeah. not watching. We're, but Juggernaut, we're, I'm sorry, bro. I've seen your highlights. No, no, no. But we're, I cannot watch it. I'll support Unless the Mike I'll su- Perry. I'll support the Juggernaut and I'll support Platinum. So we will we'll be watching that. And you know what? By by way of watching those ones, that's how they get you. Because then you're like, oh man, that other fight. It's I want to follow that dude. It's smart. You know, but you're right. It is brutal, but it's fun to watch. It's brutal. It's massive. I respect. I, I'm, I'm mad not watching because it's just mad respect because I know the violence that boxers can inflict. Yeah. These guys are doing it without those pillows, as Mike Perry would say too. Yeah. These guys are doing it with no pillows. There, and I know what damage gets done with pillows. Just in the orbital area of your face, there are so many little bones by themselves. Teeth, tongue, alone, yeah, chin, all these things. Ears, yeah. chest, ribs. Like you're breaking so many. Your, your own hand. There's no way that Mike Perry doesn't break some bones in his hand every burn. True fight. warriors, but you know what? That's once again. I'll Modern say it. Modern day gladiators. Say it again. These are wars of attrition. 
Okay. Are you not entertained? And we were. So moving on. This weekend now, I don't know if we'll be entertained by this fight or not, but we do have one Sal Canelo Alvarez taking Canelo, on John Ryder from the UK. John Ryder, who is 32 and five weekend trap. This is for the super middleweight titles. Wow. Okay. All of them just kind of happened. That's because what people don't realize about Canelo, Canelo went up and lost to Bivol because Canelo did lose his last fight to Bivol, right. right? But he went up to 175. Therefore, his 168 super middleweight belts were not on the line, meaning he owns all four of those. He is the undisputed super middleweight champion. He owns all four titles in the entire world at super middleweight. Nobody is touching Canelo probably at super middleweight, all including... Right. Jonathan Ryder. Uh, I'm sorry to my UK guys. We love you, but John Ryder's not being Canelo. No. Um, we can travel. Let me give you some of the boxing lines on this one, okay? Because I like to do that sometimes on these fights. Minus 700. Minus 1600. Alvar- Canelo Alvarez as the favorite. John Ryder a plus 750. Over-under's got to be like six or seven. Eight and a half rounds. Ooh, okay. okay so I like the, the under, under The under is an even payout, and then the over is, you know, it's... That's kind of weird to look at. But either way, eight and a half rounds is kind of the line I in the like sand the there. Um, minus 1,600. But here's the thing. We just talked about pay-per-views and what's selling what. People are still going to buy it because it's Alvarez. It's Canelo. It's Canelo. Dana White, pay attention. This is they going, love this guy. Him I ver- love him. Her, him versus John UK Ryder. That's not really his nickname, but we're going to call him UK Ryder now. Um, the Gorilla. The Gorilla. The UK Gorilla John Ryder taking on Sal Canelo Alvarez. Canelo, um, Canelo. It's going to do well. It will. It because it's Canelo. He's the cash. I don't think it's pay per view. Is it the zone or what is it on? Boxing. It is the zone because he he's, he fights on that that fight by fight basis on the zone. And That's I'll right. tell you right now. And DAZN promised no pay per views if you subscribe to us, but now they figured out that that business model is not working. No. So, I actually, fellas, I don't know that this is on. The zone because I'm looking at the official box track thing here. It's in Mexico. Good for Canelo getting to fight in Mexico, but I'm not finding anything right now of where it's going to be at. Mm. Oh, it, you know what? It, it will be because Eddie Hearn is the one of the promoters yeah. on the card, and so is yeah, right. Canelo Alvarez. So, so it will on, be. It should I'm be on, on the zone site right now, and it shouldn't be a pay per view on there. It's I think fight night. Be. So yeah, May sixth. I don't know what time it's at. Actually, no, I saw it looks like the main event. You're going to assume the main event's roughly around 11 o'clock, so assume a 9 o'clock start time on the pay-per-view itself. Don't know who else is on this card. Don't really know much about it. Uh, watch live Saturday at 7 p.m. Subscribe to buy. Oh, subscribe to buy. Man, I'll tell you what. Either way. So Canelo, more than likely, you're going to see him win again. He's going to retain his super middleweight titles. Anything else we need to say about this one? No, he's going to defend his okay. titles. And this... Yeah, he's 58-2-2, Canelo is. And I know that he has said it, and I don't agree with him on this one, but he said it. He's still gunning for Bivol. So I think if he beats him here, I think he fights in September against Bivol. Well, listen, mad respect to John UK Gorilla Ryder, 32-5, the number three super middleweight in the world, technically. By box rec rankings, yeah. Um, By box rec rankings. So good luck to you, but have a nice payday uh, on that one. We can travel same day. Same day. Earlier in the day. Earlier in the day, May 6th, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Lake Howell High School Heavyweight Championship. 
uh, brought to you by Mike Sawyer Promotions and UFC Gym in Winter Springs. Yes, sir. It's going to be at Lake Howell High School, which is in Winter Springs. Technically, it is in Winter, Winter Park. Is it Winter Park? Technically, the it's on the address, outskirt. Technically, Winter Park. The okay. address is Winter Park. It's in a weird spot. If you're a local it's person, like on the you know we're kind of Oviedo and Winter Springs and Castleberry and Winter Park all kind of like meet each other. It's around there. Uh, Lake Howell High School Heavyweight Championship. We have a, a, you know, obviously our friends are involved in this one. You have a fighter on this card as well. We will be cornering we him. We have a fighter we on this card. We will be cornering. I'm, I'm an excellent, you know, stool guy. Strength bring, and conditioning guy over here has been putting workouts together for our guys. So I put the stool in the this. ring very well. Um, weekend Trav, let's talk about this one here. May 6th, 2 p.m. Let's May 6th, and the fights start at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. If you want tickets, I believe it's MikeSawyerPromotions.com, or you can buy them as you walk up. But if you want to reserve seats, you have to purchase it separately but you, there's always going to be general mission at the door um come out support these guys this is a usa boxing sanctioned event and they're amateur fighters of course yep. and yes we do have one fighter making his amateur debut um so i think it's going to be a good event i, I like what mike sawyer is doing because i love amateur boxing amateur yeah. boxing is where i started i started there when i was six years old but legally you couldn't start to year eight but i started at six but uh, i was a usa boxing amateur since i was eight They've Legally. built up that, that gym and other gyms in the area, including your own, uh, have built up a nice uh, little contingent of up-and-coming younger fighters, whether it's middle school or high school age. So I think this is the perfect time for something like this to happen because we haven't had one locally in forever. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, yeah, tickets can be purchased at uh, com. It's going to be at Lake Howell High School uh, May 6th. More than likely, I'd imagine that even if you just show up at the gate, you could probably. Yeah, yep, you can, you can. We don't want to promise that, but more than likely you can. Yep, they, he did say they're going to be general mission at the gate. Main event is, uh, I don't know who these two kids are, McCall versus Peak. A little turf war action going on. Exactly. Sounds like a Popka versus Winter Springs, I think, is what I saw. Um, and then, obviously, we have our fighter as well taking on and uh, initiating his amateur career as well. So we're excited about that. It's going to be a good event overall. 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. If you got nothing going on on Saturday before the Canelo fights, the Canelo fights, come check it out because it's really good. It's local fun. boxing. You got twenty bucks burning a hole in your pocket, folks. Go spend it here and support the kids, man. This is the up and comer guys. Plus, TH Boxing is also helping sponsor the event too. That's We're right. Also, a sponsor on the card as well. Let me give you. So yeah. we listen. We say this a lot, but yep. I want to make, let everybody know that me and B Money, we do. We work tirelessly supporting local boxing. Hmm. Not just pro boxing. We support local boxing. And Tirelessly. We're there. Like, we're there. We're putting on a show. We train these guys. We go to these fights. By the way, we also have a wife, kids, and a family in our own careers as well. Yeah. So I think they're the, happy, though. So they kick we, us out of the house to get <laughs> over there. I'm just saying that we have a busy life, but we yep. also love this. We enjoy this, mm -hmm. and we support this. And boxing is growing. And this is why I tell everybody that boxing is not going anywhere anytime soon. When you see the amateur pedigree that they're having around here and all these amateur fights they're having, that is growing kids into the pro game. The pro game is popular right now, and it's going to get even more popular around the corner is because we have this amateur amateur group coming up as well and that's what lasts and keeps it going for a long time and in general what i do like is that combat sports generally speaking has been flourishing because of that because of the youth it movement you've seen you've seen numbers kind of start to trend down in football and little league stuff and these are statistics. I see them as a youth coach. I know them. So you're starting to see somewhat of a wind down of those numbers because of how expensive it's getting. Yeah. Not to say combat sports isn't cheap because it's not. It can be expensive. But because there's so many new avenues now for children to learn, whether it's jujitsu, Muay Thai, 
traditional boxing, mixed martial arts of whatever form. Uh, You're talking now bare knuckles thing i wish i'd never had my kid bare knuckle but there's a lot of different avenues of success here um and a lot of opportunities for kids and youth coming up and on top of that you and i both being youth coaches understand the complete benefits yep. of kids doing sports yep. i don't care what sport you're doing soccer baseball tennis you know golf whatever it is there's such a dramatic benefit for the youth and the mind development at those ages to doing that, having a coach invested in your life, having your parents invest in your life and teammates, oh, the benefits are, are so superior to anything else. Yep. So I love the day and age we're in because now there's so many more options than this year, traditional big four sports. Yep. Love it. Love it. And yep. even down south, you're starting to see hockey programs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's crazy. It, it is. And I've, I've said this a long time ago, and I, I will keep repeating this, that I do think the world would be a better place if it was more like a boxing gym. You come into a boxing gym, you'll see black, white, Hispanic police officers, firefighters, all mingling in the same area, sure. doing the same stuff, sparring with each other, fighting with each other, all of that stuff. And they're not shooting each other. They're not. They're, they're getting in there doing combat, but what happens after combat? I guarantee you Mike Perry and Luke Rockhold – I bet they shook hands oh, they in the back. I bet they drank no. some beer, possibly. There's some probably off the air stuff they did. There was, that, re- like, they they mixed it up leading up to that fight, like, trying to, like, they sold it well. But there was still, you could tell there was that layer of respect. Oh, there, I mean, you, that, and that's the thing, is that's why I love about these pro games, <laughs> is because there always is, because no matter how much crap you talk at that level, they're both there. Both guys know they there can fight. Also, you know what I mean? I didn't, we didn't mention it, and I, I have to find the screenshot. And if I find it, it'll be on the, the screen. But there was like a little Twitter exchange, or maybe I don't know where it was. But Luke said something about uh, during the fight, he's you know coming to the front, but then it'll be on the back afterwards. Like it's it was worded really yeah, 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 weird, yeah, yeah. and Mike's response was so clutch afterwards, and he said something along the lines of "totally sus." After that, like it just didn't <laughs> sound right. Like it was just weird. Hopefully, I find it and I put it here. But um, there was there was a mutual respect. Yeah, for sure. And there has to be. No matter how much crap gets talked, ninety nine percent of the time, there's a mutual respect. There, there is. Period. Yeah. People don't realize that, but if you watch it enough, and if you're in the game enough, you see it. You're just like, yeah, yeah. I know these guys are mouthing off, but there's a certain level that they both are like, hey, you know, I know you're here. You're not down here. That's why you're on the stage with me today yeah. is because you're pretty good. Anyone that's willing to go through those ropes, right, yeah. you got to give you them respect. You all go through the same stuff leading up to that. There was a funny exchange too, a video exchange. I think it was like, a, I don't even know what it was, but it was Mike Perry and um, Rockhold, and they were on a split screen talking to each other. And Mike Perry was like, I'm going to come over there. I'm going to headbutt your fist when we fight. And I guess I guess Luke thought that he was talking about headbutting him, like headbutting him. And Luke was like, I'm going to kick you in the face then. And Mike's like, you, you, you're going to kick me? He's like, he started laughing because he's like, this is bare knuckle boxing. You're going to kick me? He's like, yeah, he said you're going to headbutt me. Mike was like, I'm going to headbutt your fist with my head. Yeah. And that's how tough Mike is. That's Mike was already in his head because Mike was wasn't like, he also, But wasn't he also saying like his mom's his biggest fan or like <laughs> Luke's mom because yeah. he'll be able to send it's, him it's send him back home. It's Mike. <laughs> like Mike also wiped the booger on him. He did that. Mike is not the boogeyman or Mike is the boogeyman. Literally the booger man. That is Mike. That is not Mike. Don't call him the booger, booger man, no. He wiped a booger Luke on can, Luke Rockhold. Luke can be the booger man. Mike, you, no. are, you are now the booger man from the to Luke start, Rockhold. He's going to look start. under his bed every I day. I remember the day that he got the short notice call to debut on UFC. He was a short notice fill-in on the UFC. And at the weigh-in, was, he also did a little entertaining thing. I'm like, okay, here it is. This is the showman that I know. 
And yeah. I, I loved it. So, and we see it even to this day. It's not an act. And that's why, no. you know what? If Mike Perry can teach anybody anything in life, it is be who you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, and don't be afraid to be who you are. Mike Perry is not afraid to be himself now. And I think you're seeing that. Mike Perry, more now than ever, post-UFC even, I think Mike Perry now is like, you know what? I'm goofy. I'm out there. I'm a little different. But you know what? I'm going to embrace it, and I'm going to be myself. And you know what? That's why Mike Perry sells. Short story, inside jokes. So some of the uh, the listeners won't understand this part. But one of the funniest things, because I knew, I, we knew Mike – and he was uh, one of our trainers early morning at the UFC gym back. At, yeah, it wasn't LA, LA Boxing at the point. It was already UFC gym. Yeah, it was, it was And UFC gym. one of my buddies, Angel Cortez, who has a business in town as well, does, you know, yeah, does all sorts of stuff. He's very good at what he does. Um, we had this whole exchange for some reason about his boots. And he called him real man's boots, and we were giving him a hard time because of the boots. I don't know why. You give him Mike Perry a hard time. No, no, no. Ain't my oh, buddy he, Angel. Okay. And he's a hardworking guy, blue-collar guy, great guy. Owns his own company and, and does a hard work. And we took a – and Mike put these boots on, and he took this photo. And it was so freaking funny the way that he was positioning his body, and I could envision it today. I got to find that photo and hopefully put it on this oh, video as well. Legit. Angel, I'm sorry because I know you listen to us too. But that was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen, and I know it rubbed you the wrong this. way. I want to see it. Oh, the real man's boots debate. Elliot Taylor and Angel Cortez, and, and my, oh my gosh, it was so freaking funny, and Mike injected himself into it in such the perfect way. But this guy's an entertainer. It's his personality. I look forward to seeing what the rest of uh, his career with Bare Knuckle has, to, has in store. And then beyond that, when you put a microphone in front of his face, he does a great job in interviews. We've never yet to interview him here. Hopefully one day we will. Um well, that's on us, really. I think we just need to ask him to, to do that. Um, it's true. He's awesome. Yeah, okay. I mean, the guy's an entertainer. So, so that's, that's, then that's, you know what? Such a perfect place to wrap episode 121 up. What do you think? I like it. So to all of you who have subscribed below, thank you so much. If you have yet to on YouTube, Rumble, if you're listening to us on whatever app you listen to podcasts on, whether it's iHeartRadio, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, Google Podcasts, we're all over the place. Please subscribe. Give us a thumb up. If you, there's something you want to hear about, go ahead and comment below. What did we miss? Or was our take wrong? Go ahead and comment below as well. We appreciate even the new subscribers. Hello. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're, we're getting an influx of to be a, subscribers. Way to be a part of this mess. We appreciate it. This wild ride. This, um, this, this podcast is like boxing. I call it controlled chaos. Controlled chaos. This is what this podcast is. Would you expect anything different from the number one Beards, Bourbon, and Boxing Podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym on the second floor of said boxing gym in the podcast room, the TH Boxing podcast room shot on a Sunday or Monday today being Sunday dropping on Wednesday morning at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in In the the world. world. Would you expect anything else other than that? Be money? No, sir. Okay. No, sir. And we mentioned bourbon. We are drinking uh, over here Heaven's Door 10-year uh, the Bourbon Lounge episode did drop yesterday. Today is being Wednesday is when this drops, mm-hmm. but you should see that. So that's what we're drinking. We rated it on that episode. <laughs> Guess what? We're not going to tell you what it is. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Check that video out if you want our rating of this. Uh, it wasn't cheap, okay? It was not. But we're still drinking it. Uh, we can travel. We've stepped it up over here at Wagon with Travis Dude, Harvey. this is, look at, you know, we have friends, friend, we have friends at BioSteel. BioSteel, dude, we're, we're we got, we got, teach boxing. We got friends in low places. We got Gulfstream Financial. High places. We got IF Enterprises. We got it all. We got peeps. We got peeps. 
I don't know what else to say. We get, we got <laughs> hoes in different area codes. Oh, no, we don't. Oh, be money. I meant is the, this where we go on the no, no, no. The garden, the tangent? gardening tools. Oh yeah, because you, you, go you to, have been planting a lot of flowers. You go and to stuff Lowe's, lately, and you know you go down low and Home Depot. You if you get, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah I very good. You, I know where you're going with that. That was a very good save. Final thoughts. <laughs> you're, you're gonna throw final thoughts yeah. right after that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right, kids. I think that Mike Perry could tell this story better than others, mm. but I know that Mike Perry did not have the perfect start to his life, perfect start to his professional career, but I think that what's good and inspirational is you can turn your life around, you can turn it into something as long as you want to, okay? And I mean that. Like People are like, oh, well, I want to do a lot. You, no, you, you, have to, you have to want to do it, and then you have to put some effort into doing that. You can't just say you want to. Mike Perry has gone through a lot to get to where he's at. And I can't speak for him. I'm not saying. And I know that he obviously can speak better on that. And Mike, hopefully we have you on the show. And you can speak about Let's that. Let's talk about life, but, yeah. But Mike has, he's, he's got to be inspirational to an extent for sure. Because he did come from, he knows he's supposed to be where he's at today. Yeah. If you looked at Mike when, when he, right before he came to, to, to Winter Springs, the UFC gym for sure. And asked him if he knew that he'd be right here today. He'd probably be like, oh, I hope that would be here, yes. But the fact where he's at right now, married, two kids, supporting his family, and that's something, too, that I think was big and I think is why Luke Rockhold didn't have that extra gear. And I only know this because I watched a couple of their interviews. Luke Rockhold doesn't have a wife or kids, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm telling you now, as a father yeah. of, 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 of a almost a year and a half old and a wife, you do fight differently now. Absolutely. Because you have a wife and a kid. You are no longer just supporting yourself. You are no longer just representing yourself. So I think that Mike getting a wife and two kids now. One um, and one on the way. Yes. Yep. Um, it is something that has changed him in a good way, but it's it's in a bad way for his opponents because Mike Perry fights even harder now. And I think that he, he's a family man. He raises his family and he does everything he can for his family. And um, I know that... Mike was fighting for a little extra, too, uh, against Luke Rockhold. He had Mike Memerstadt, who had passed away, yeah. his brother, from yep. boxing. Yep. So it was it was good to see that Mike could, could pull that off with all the distractions going on with that because there was a lot. That goes to the heart conversation you mentioned earlier in this episode. And when you look at, look at animals in the wild, when they're cornered, when they're trying to defend their young, how do they respond? Ferociously. Yeah. Okay? That's why this is, and we mentioned it before, this is tailor-made for this guy. He has a good head on his shoulders, and his heart is as wide as, gosh, I don't even have a good analogy for it. But that being said, I pity the man next who has to stand across that squared circle. I think that's what they call it, the squared circle. It sounds oh, more like... Oh, a squared circle, too. So. Yeah, but, it's a, but really, it's really a, kind of a circle ring. But it's anyways, just an analogy, though. But yeah, yes. This actually is a, I a circle. Pity the I fighter. Pity the fool. I pity the fighter that has to stand across that canvassed ring next because he has more at the stake than people realize. Okay. And his heart's in it. He's fighting for different reasons. Absolutely. So respect to him. Congratulations to him on the victory. We also got, once again, Canelo Alvarez is fighting this weekend as well against John UK Gorilla, the writer. UK Gorilla, it's going to stick. Um, and then we have the amateur uh, event there, Lake Howell High School Heavyweight Championship at Lake Howell High School here on uh, Saturday, May 6th. 2 p.m. We appreciate you tuning in. That over there is Weekend Trap. That there is B Money, a.k.a. Producer, a.k.a. the man that makes the world 
of Wang and Travis Harmon go round. And that's it. Um, God bless. God bless.